You are listening to the Daily Homily for Magdala in the Holy Land. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus, for he will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So I have a question for you. Uh, Was anybody else besides Mary, and of course not mentioning Jesus at all, uh, created by God, free from sin? And this is all about God's creation and it's all about the marvels God does. Well, obviously, the angels, he created them sinless. They're not God. They are very high creatures above our capacities, but they are creatures, and they are created completely pure by God. And then we have two more people created by God without sin, Adam and Eve. They eventually sinned. And then another amazing thing is that Paul says in the letter to the Ephesians that he chose us, you and me, in Christ. We just read this text. Before the foundation of the world, to be holy and without blemish before him. 
That's amazing. He chose us before the foundation of the world because he created the world for us to be here. And he chose us to be without blemish before him. That means to be without sin. And without the damage of sin. Which is even more incredible because we all have a history of sin. In love, he destined us for adoption through Christ in accord with the favor of his will, for the praise of the glory of his grace that he granted us in the beloved. So there's a lot in these words. Because of the favor of his will, for the praise of his grace that he granted us in his beloved Christ. In him, we also were chosen destined in accord with the purpose of the one who accomplishes all things according to intentions of his will, that we might exist for the praise of his glory, we who first hoped in Christ. This is our vocation. This is our, what God wants to accomplish in each one of us, every one of us, to be in glory forever. Adam and Eve messed up, and this was our first reading. And, but God didn't give up. He still wants to create us since before the foundation of the world, like Adam and Eve, for eternal glory. And one very big thing is that this is not in competition with God's glory. It's for his glory. And some people have a little allergy about Mary that if we honor her, we take from God's glory. On the contrary, when you praise a child, the parents feel so proud. God is not a miserly heart that if one kilo of praise goes to some person or one square meter or cubic meter of praise goes to somebody, it doesn't diminish his glory or his praise. On the contrary, it increases it. Mary is evidence of God's victory, a very special one. There were other people who had a great uh, role in his salvation history, obviously Abraham and participating with him, Sarah and Moses and all the prophets and David, and they were deeply filled with grace, but very sinful many times as the scriptures testify. So God can work his grace into people. And why can't he do that before we're created if he already wanted to do that before the foundation of the world? This is amazing. So we shouldn't let ourselves get boxed in a corner, especially when the angel comes and says to Mary, you are most favored. You are full of grace. This is wonderful. You have found favor with God. I love watching the sunrise. Every morning you can see it on the live streams. And before sunrise, there's a spectacular 30 minutes, push it to 40 just to not to miss the first things. And there's a gradual emergence of light. And that light is not in competition to the sun. It comes from the sun. And that's why Mary was called by the early Christians, the dawn of the church, the dawn of Christ's coming. It's already the light hitting humanity because he's going to enter her and be born in Bethlehem. This is an amazing mystery of God's incredible love. Like parents who find a broken child 
not just physically broken, take them to hospital, but somebody that's morally broken, that's addicted, that's gone into a gang, and what they will not do to get that child back. Redemptive love shines so much. We have this wonderful phrase about God that the splendor of God that we recognize in creation is really secondary to the splendor of God we can recognize in redemption. This is where we see God shining more splendidly. And his whole plan of redemption to rescue a whole family, our whole human family from all of our hatreds and violence and wars and decrepitness of soul, our wasted lives, our path of destruction. His whole intent to save us has a starting point and there's a dawn before the sun rises. And there's a dawn in so many vocations as well, not the same as in Mary, but why couldn't he advance that holiness in her? And that's the teaching of the scriptures and that's the teaching of the church. And that's what we celebrate today, a cause of great joy. The dawn is so splendid in Mary, it gives us a fore impression of what our splendor will be in glory. And then the amazing thing was that even though Adam and Eve were created without sin and destined forever to live sinless in glory before God, they did sin. And the teaching of the church because of these scriptures is that Mary was preserved from sin. Mary responded to grace. Her fidelity was growing all the way to Calvary. A mother is very faithful to her children, typically. Even if a mother would forget you, I will never forget you, says the Lord. And this mother with her son, the grace she received through the 30 years in Nazareth with him, the grace she received through that communication from the angel, through the angel, the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit. What amazing marvels God did. Sing to the Lord a new song, for he has done marvelous deeds. And Mary was not untouched. She was thoroughly transformed by that grace from the very first moment of her existence. May God be praised. Let us sing a new song to the Lord. Thank you for joining us today. If you want to learn more about Magdala, follow us on YouTube and on Facebook.